It's like, well, you're on the payroll. I'm going to get the work. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Karen. I'm Cedius, and we're all irritated at Dave for getting started when <laughs> we're in the middle of talking about shit, because he's an ass. That's right. That's why we love him. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And it's the middle of the month, so we have returning guest Dan. Hello, everybody. I'm Dan Schlissel. I run Stand Up Records. Uh... Minneapolis and uh, the United States own comedy record label. Woo! Ten, ten years? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Actually, I mean, if you want to go back to the very first release on my old music label, 14, doing comedy. Yeah. Uh, the music label was six years of none, no notoriety at all prior to that. How? I have, I have very little knowledge about, like, what it takes to do anything mm-hmm. relating to music. Right. Um, other than I can't make it myself. Um, how, like, is there, is there a number of releases that you would hit and be like, okay, we're full. I can't do more than that realistically. Um, it's gotten crazy in the last couple of years, honestly. It's, the number's gotten higher and higher. And last year I actually issued 21 albums or 21 releases, not all just out CDs or vinyl, 21 different releases. And I thought, well... I think that's a high enough number that I don't want to try and hit it again. But that being said, I mean, I have 12 releases out for this year already, and it's June. <laughs> so, I don't know. Now, is that counting things like the little Nerd Alert sampler that you yep. add it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, Nerd Alert wasn't part of last year because it came out two years ago. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll do little weird releases that I don't really push as hard. Because in, in terms of things, I was actually introduced to Dan at Convergence uh, a couple of years back by uh, Matt Alex, former guest of the show, and, and one of the trio of AON podcasts who he mentioned a lot because we're kind of officially their uh, their spinoff. And so uh, he, he's still amused by that. He, he's really happy that his podcast has a grandchild in, in, in Don's podcast now. Um, but uh, so I was there, and, and I, I, I got the, the Nerd Alert album for... Uh, doing something at the room party. I don't remember exactly what it was, right. but... You don't speak it. You got, you got a CD copy of it? Yeah, I got the CD copy of it. Um, and I listened to it, and, you know, it had Bill Young and several other comedians that were actually there. I think, was, is Pete Al on that or not? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, but he was. So, uh, Pat, Patrick Bauer, we'll, we'll have him on the show at some point. Um, so, you know, in, in, in terms of things, I, I was really introduced to you at, at Convergence, and it, it's... It truly is an unfortunate situation that the hotel got rid of the space that we used to have harmonic convergence in, and you guys don't really have a good performance. Yeah, anymore. I mean, it, you know, it's partially the hotel, and it's also partially the policies of convergence. You know, we were bringing people in on temporary badges to perform at HarmCon, but then it, specifically they would get a performer's badge for HarmCon yeah. for the day. But there was also a policy that was open for a while of temporary badges being given to people helping out with the party. And as they slowly got rid of one type of badge and the other type of badge, it made it so that we couldn't really bring entertainment in. Because as cool as Convergence is, it's not every comic's cup of tea. And they don't right. really know that it's going to be their cup of tea until they're there to sample it. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that have come and enjoyed it then turn into badge buyers. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have enough badge buyers to sustain. And with the lack of room, I, I think the policy got shifted because the space changed. Um, but I mean, in, in terms of things, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, we're, I think next year we're moving to a little bit more of a multi-campus model. The, yeah. Yeah. the, the renovations that were happening at the Sheraton this year, um, are, we're keeping us, what well, used to be the Sophie Sheraton, former Sophie Tell. Um, oh, Sophie Sheraton. Yeah. yeah. Sheraton bought the Sophie Tell. Oh, wow. And and that, that, that's what kept us from using the space this year. Redoing it. Wow. And so we're, we're hoping that, uh, we'll be able to do a, a much more, uh, 
uh, multi-campus model, and, and hopefully there will be a space that we can put harmonic instruments back. It, because it was, we, a it was a combination of losing the space in the, God, I almost said Radisson. Yeah, Rada double share a share in the new in the long-standing venue yes. lost its space, and it was going to be moved over into what used to be the um, uh, Sofitel, and then they announced that they were redoing that. <laughs> but it, it, it's a tragedy though, because when you move HarmCon out of the main campus, then nobody comes to it. Well, know, that, 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 that the shared with the the Sheridan or former Sofitel. Um, it being just across the street, you're going to see a lot of people going over there for, for programming that is over there. Because the old Minicon model had took over, was the, the Radisson, at the time of Radisson, yeah. and the, the Sofitel. And they did a lot of programming in the Sofitel, and that got plenty well, one of people over But there. I'm going to have to see that in action, and yeah. I'm going to have yeah. to see that they give temp well, badges to the people working... At the show, and I can because if I don't get if I don't get the if I don't get badges for volunteers to work at the room party, then there's no reason to run a room party. Yeah. If I can't get performers. There's certainly no reason yeah. to run a room party. I can tell you that that as one of the original board members, we did talk about um, ways of accomplishing a two campus uh, successfully. And one of the things that we'd always talked about, and that I think the current um, board of convergence has been very aware of, is. You can't simply put the things that don't fit over there. You have to make it both campuses are integral. Um, Agreed. And mm -hmm. so, for example, I'm not what and I, I caveat this with: I do not speak for the con, and I do not know what the plans are. But it's things like putting the um, dealers' room in the other campus. Or well, putting the dealers' room was clearly way too cramped for the right. spot that we're in. Or putting uh, registration and uh, main stage, or you know, you you put major venues in both locations. So of course, some people are going to say everything I want is in one building. I'm not leaving. Well, that's life. There's some, people, some people live on the 22nd floor for gaming. Exactly. Yeah. But what you do is you put things that the majority of con goers look at, whether that's art show or, or dealer's room or registration. Well, they have to go to registration or whatever. And so that there is real reason to go back and forth. And it's not, no matter what wines I hear, it's not that far a walk. Well, yeah. and, and right now even, you know, we're, we're filling up the, 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 the Doubletree, the Sheridan, the Crown Plaza. For people, yeah. For people. And I've heard rumors that there's talk of doing party rooms in the Crown Plaza. Not this year, but in the future, which will be interesting. That, well, I mean, that's all well and good, but I mean, last year we recorded in the new HarmCon space. We recorded an album for Adam Quinnell, and we were hoping to have a release party and a big wing-ding about the album being out, because it comes out, you know, on, on it just came out at the beginning of this month, but we wanted to have a release party at, at Convergence. Sure, yeah. And <clears throat> just the way that the, the policies and the lack of space went, it gutted that plan. So it's like, yeah. we were celebrating this thing that didn't return the love, and that's... A little frustrating as well. I mean, Nerd Alert was done strictly for convergence initially. Sure. So, I mean, like, to not have... You know, I flew in headliners, like, mm -hmm. big headliners, for, for Jackie Cation, for, who's from here but lives in L.A., right. and Matt Kirshen, who's a British comedian. I flew that, awesome. and to not have any kind of love return for that in the policies of badge holder or whatever, it just felt kind of insulting. Yeah, this, this, this last year, because... Of 
the stars aligned against us is what really made this year so bad. I mean, I, I, I sat in, as a member of the programming team, I sat in on a lot of discussions, and, and we were saddled after budget was already put in um, with, the, with the concept of trying to figure out if there was a way we could do harm con, and there just wasn't. So <clears throat> next year, we are looking forward to, to having a wider campus and, and more space to, to work with. So we'll, we'll see where things go. Nobody's happy with harm con going. No, so yeah. it's, it's not you. But it's it wasn't not. only that. We kind of felt pushed out of main stage. I mean, we were doing the comedy show there with a touring headliner, and then we were doing the podcast in the afternoon. Those programs weren't really invited back this year. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff like that. It was like, oh, maybe we're not wanted here. That that's not it at all. Um, and and that I would I would not attribute to malice what you can attribute to volunteerism. Well, maybe that's because the case, but I mean, it didn't feel that way. Sure. Yeah. I, as a member of the programming team, I can assure you that we will be looking into solutions, and and, and with with that in mind, we certainly want you back. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. I, I can state with a certainty as one of the co-heads of programming, I want you there, and therefore programming wants you there. So. Well, that's good to know. So what we're drinking now? On <laughs> <laughs> happier things. It's <laughs> the Stronachy Twelve Year. Wait, 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 wait. Stronachy. S T R O N A C H I E. Hmm. Stronachy. It is a. Um, the Baroness Distillery. Ben Rise? Or Ben Rise, I'm sorry. Even with glasses <laughs> off, it's... Yeah. Ben Rines. Yeah. Ben Rines? I get a... Again, I, get I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll ask Brian Cox later. I, I'm getting quite the, the, the sherry smell to oh, this yeah. as well. So Although I'm, that says age 12 years in oak casks. I did not see... didn't say what kind of oak, did it? Can you hand no. me the bottle? Although usually... If they we usually try to not look until here. the end. Oh, that's a pretty bottle. Look yeah. at that that yeah. stuff on the yeah yeah this uh, the the little oh, landscape. Nice. I was just looking to see like age and yeah. and you know single wood double wood, but no, it looks like it's a single twelve year oak. Well, there's certainly a, a strong sweetness to it. Right? I yeah, see, I yeah. see what you're saying. It smells like it's finished in sherry, whether it is or yeah, not. It smells just like the. The two sherries we did on the last episode. Uh, I won't say that. No, I mean, I just like it. But no, but it's, it's akin to it. It's oh, yeah. kind of got like a wineish, you know, sort of taste, uh, smell to it. Yeah. I haven't tasted it yet. You know, I, I learned from the last episode. I think I'm getting too. I think I'm wanting to smell things more than I really ought to, but I thought I smelled apricot. And that may just be my internal cork dorkery. Oh, I'm getting. I'm getting some alcohol in those there, too. There, there, there's yeah, something there. Yeah. Apricot's a possibility. I mean, there's definitely a sweet. Well, there's something there. in between wine it's and brandy. brandy. Really yeah. sweet. Yeah, oh, it's a very brandyish smell. Wow. All right, Perrin's making a bit of a wolf <laughs> face. So I guess we're tasting now. Well, <laughs> okay. Apparently, yes. Apparently, it's hairball season. Well, with Dave, it's not a surprise. I mean, yeah. I it. This was not. Like the horror of the last one of last uh, two weeks ago's uh, podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was on par. No, I, I, no, think I maybe, disagree. Maybe for you it wasn't. Oh, I, for me, I actually, um, I compare this in body shock, but kind of weird enjoyment <laughs> of jumping in a super cold lake. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have as much of a lingering finish. I'll give it that, but it is just, man. Like I feel like somebody just 
punched me in the back of the throat. God. Yeah, it's got that. It's got that thing where it feels like it stripped away your mucous membrane at the back of your throat for sure. Oh, it was not. See, maybe it's the well. style in which I drink things. I'm not getting a lot of back of the throat hit, but the my tongue is like woof. Yeah, it's kind of got that like Everclear sort of soaks mm-hmm. soaks the you know, water out of your tongue sort I, of thing. The the the, the flavor is not right, but to me, it, it, it it's like encountering baby's dirty diaper. It's kind of a whoa, Jesus. Now I have a it's baby's harsh. dirty diaper, so I'm not getting that. But uh, um. It's harsh. I'm trying to figure the out. Pal- the, the palate gives me very much a, a rotted fruit. Yeah. Yeah, it's really rotten. I'm trying to figure out uh, uh, whether it's the alcohol going away is leaving a sweet flavor at the end. Or a sweet a se- sweet sensation, which then you get the kind of slightly sour sherry after mm-hmm. I get, I get sour. I don't get as much sweet. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a sour punch. This, the sweetness is more in the nose than in the palate. I should reset, too. Oh, yeah. Now, wet the nose is... Uh, muted. It, yeah, it's very muted. It's, it's much softer. I'm still getting a little bit of that strong fruit, and although I, I think I'm getting a little... Right. Maybe it's the it, fact that it's, it's still in the palate. It rotten to me Yeah, now. The, the rotten is there. The rotten is definitely there now. Yeah, that's... It, but it is the rest of it's muted though. Yeah, it's 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 mellower for sure. Certainly not as impactful on on the taste. Maybe a little bit of honey. I can't I tell. Know. Um, I was thinking that. Honey or you know, it lost. I can't, it I can't. lost the aggressiveness of the initial taste, but I don't like the body and tail of the water as much. See, I, I, I'm going to say that it's honey that you're getting on the nose because I'm getting that palate. Um, yeah, I got a little bit of the honey, but it's much more of an alcohol burn wet. Get the fruit still, but... See, the... the, the oh, man. The, 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 see, and, most, and, and like it, a ridiculous alcohol burn when it's wet. And and it lingers. Oh! The, 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 the rice... That's like the, it's like the worst of the... That is fucking awful. The last one, for sure. Right? Oh, the rotten fruit. Just think of it this way. It was free awful. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the rotten fruit's muted. I'm, I'm definitely getting some honey on the palate. I'm, I'm honestly finding the, the, the wet a little bit more pleasant, even with the, the heightened alcohol burn. Because I didn't, oh. I didn't get a lot of burn in the first place, so having a little bit added isn't affecting me much. But I also drink a lot of scotch, and so alcohol burn is something I anticipate. But it sits in the sour spot. Oh, yeah, wet, I, I honestly, I did not like wet nearly as much as I like the dry. Mm. Oh, I oof, I cannot. That one was by far a gut punch. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say I like this one a little bit more wet. I, 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 I imagine I'll be the deciding voice on that, but that's fine. <laughs> Getting a little bit of like a Christmas cake in the finish, getting that that fruit cake. Oh, that could be it. That could be it. Like, look, look, like remind me to never have fruit cake like you and me. Four year old stale Christmas cake ground up. Yeah, I can yeah. totally see like this rock hard fucking. Like, and, and, and I'm getting that Christmas kind of spice too. This, yeah, that, can, that's what this. I can, I can that's see exactly it. what this finish is to me. It, it's fruit like, cake. That's super nasty. Like everything is dried out and rotten. It, 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 it's that gingerbread fruit cake. That's <clears throat> that might be why I don't like it. Lost in time. Unfortunately, <laughs> not true. <laughs> yeah, not in spirit. 
the obliteration is total. I feel, <laughs> yes, it is. I feel like I'm reading, you know, post-apocalyptic text. And the doctor shows up when? Yeah. The obliteration is total. Only the name remains. Oh, right. Strong. You're reading from a left behind. Strana, Stranachi? Stranachi? Stronachy Distillery ceased operating in 1930 and was demolished in the 1950s. A.D. Ratray was established in 1868 and represented Stronachy in the late 19th century. A.D. Ratray, R-A-T-T-R-A-Y, I like that, Ratray. Ratray. Ratray has revived the essence of the original whiskey by bottling the Speyside single malt uh, ben Rhines under the Stronachy label. The whiskey is full flavored with spiced fruit nuances, a peaty undertone, and a hint of heather. Mm. Yeah, I never liked heather. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that the whole spiced fruit nuances is like the nuance of getting a hit with a rotted fruit. Wow. Um, well... I won't say it's cork dorkery because they didn't say much. That is cork dorkery. <laughs> Not saying much? Yeah. <laughs> saying what they said without oh, saying they, oh, they did do the uh, full flavored with the spiced fruit nuances. I didn't get the peaty undertone at all. No. I didn't sense peat at all. Like I I, I would typically like a, a peaty scotch or a mm-hmm. scotch with some peat on it, but... It might have been there. Actually, tasting it again, I wonder if that isn't where some of that rotted fruit is coming from, where the peat mixed in with the fruit. Because we don't get a lot of peat at Speyside. And so that might not be a combination that goes well. I well, I'll don't. give you that. <laughs> I don't, to me, it's still coming off so. as, 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 as Christmas fruitcake, which, you know, not necessarily a flavor I'm into, but not terrible. I mean, I, if I'm going to go for a Christmas fruitcake uh uh, Scott, I'll go, I'll go for Dalmore before I'll go for this, admittedly, but... Well, because Dalmore, the ones I've had have been good. Well, th- this, this is growing on me. I, I still am preferring it wet. Like the most bottle is, is sweet, though. The bottle is pretty mm-hmm. and, so, and I'll even give the the, uh, the, the cylinder is uh, an attractively... The presentation starting. is very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lost in time, <clears throat> not in spirit. Anything that starts... With complete <laughs> obliteration, I'm like, well, okay, can't give me really low marks for that. Well, we can. <laughs> well, that's what I'm about to. Yeah. Oh, well, for the flavor, <laughs> yes, but for the the packaging is fantastic. Yeah, it's very well marketed. Well, good job, good job, Stronachy marketing team. Um, I'm going to go two, three, five. I'm just going to come jumping right out there. I liked it better than the other one, but it is still well sub. Subprime scotch, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't know what it costs, but I don't recommend it. Um, I would say if somebody offer, offers it to you, it's worth trying once. <coughs> Apparently it is killing cities. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm getting over a cold, and so it's... Uh, I uh, took something with my scotch I didn't want. Excuse me a minute. And now it's all done. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Dan, what do you think? The Flemish. I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't, I don't like this. That's very delicate. <laughs> compared to uh, the ones we had last week, even the two weeks going in, <clears throat> the memory of those is faded. But this one's just 
it's, it's messing up my throat. <laughs> I mean, I can't even talk clearly. I've been trying to clear my throat, and I haven't been able to get a proper clearing. I didn't enjoy almost the whole experience through, minus the bottle and the tube. So I'm going to have to give them a 1.4 on this, because I just I found it to be not so great dry, and I found it to be a bit unbearable wet. So, I mean, I... Somebody offered me this. I would. I would tell them to go screw their mother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just enjoying the. Well, the best thing was the packaging. I can you know, I like looking at it. I can appreciate nice packaging. Being yeah. a guy who makes records, right. things that people want to buy. But <laughs> man, I mean, if there's that, that's a that's a book being mis- misjudged by its cover for sure. sure. So we recommend going to the liquor store, looking at it, and then moving on to something you'll enjoy. Ask them if you can pull it out of the tube to look. Oh, you totally can. Nobody yeah. cares. Okay. Like nobody ever cares. Often, yeah. oftentimes you can you'll you'll buy them without the tubes just because they you're take them out, they take them out and and they lose them. Ah, uh, yeah, I would say that's that was the best part of that one, and the description on the back. The marketing <laughs> the marketing and packaging was great. <laughs> the rest of it, not so much. See? Yes. Uh, I am going to go out on a limb and say this was actually a little bit better than the Glendronic because I, I liked it wet. I, I don't know what you guys are, are seeing, but uh, I mean, well, on, on one level, I can sort of understand where you're going with it. I mean, with the flavors are not all right, fine. Be that way, Dave. I'm, just, I'm not going to say it's much better. I'm only going to give it a, 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 a 265. Um, it's still well under average, but. Um, what are you looking at me like that, Dave? You're crazy. All right, well, that's... I, I don't that's know if I'm going to be able to re- reset my palate properly. Can you hand me that cat ass? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I, in, in, in terms of things, I'm not usually one for, for, for fruitcake, but this this was not an unpleasant fruitcake flavor. Um, I would still rather have the Dullmore, certainly. Pardon um, me while I lick the wallpaper. Oof. <laughs> but... Uh, this is another one I would certainly not go out of my way to have, but uh, I know I enjoyed it at the tasting, and, I, and I'm still I'm thinking I enjoyed it at the tasting more than I enjoyed it here, certainly because I, I don't. We know drank a lot at that tasting. We did drink a lot of that tasting, but I had this early on before you got there, and I still liked it. So um, it, it, it's not feeling as good as I remember it being at the tasting. But I'm certainly not having the hate for it that I'm, I'm feeling the rest of the table does. Yeah, yeah, you're on would, your own on this one. Would, yeah. would, would you like to put a uh, score with that cat hiss of yours there, Dave? Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a 1.5. I, seriously, I, trill, trill, I don't mind. I'm talking. <laughs> he was actually quite quiet. Yeah, he was. He, he heard me say, talk about the cat ass. So he was volunteering to offer. Let me help you. Um, no, this this is just, it was terrible. I I, I uncorked the bottle. I, I took a whiff, and I poured myself a small glass, because I, I just... You bastard! I know, right? I know, that's why I do the pouring. <laughs> okay, note to self. When we see this, he gets extra. <laughs> Woof. But I did also make sure that you guys didn't get a whole lot, too. So It was the smallest pour that we've had in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so I, I pay attention. But it was just neat. It was bad, wet. It was worse. Um, so much worse. I, man... I don't think I'd serve it to Hitler. Ah, that's a bad one. I mean, especially not if I had to dine with them. I mean, 
I would Pol totally, Pol totally Pol maybe. Pol Pol Pot, maybe. Right. If I wasn't dining with him, like if I was just some guy, like, would you like some scotch? So yeah, he, he'd get some. But if I was having to dine with him, like, mm -mm. no, I'd be like, give me something. Oh, I would totally be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't drink. Mm. Good call. Good call. But yeah, no, I, uh, at least not with you. Best part about it, definitely the packaging. Bottle, beautiful, tube, awesome. So if you're listening, Stronicky, get on your game. Find a master distiller. <laughs> or fire the one that you have. Yes, fire the one you have. He should probably be drug out into the street, drawn and quartered. Well, at least shamed. And forced to drink more and more of this. Oh, yeah. Give them the end. We gotta wonder after how many bottles has that become tolerable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even taste my own stuff. <laughs> it all tastes like shite. That's why we can't have nice things. I don't I don't actually like scotch. <laughs> they just pay. <laughs> Use some gin. The pay is good. <clears throat> have you ever have any of you guys ever been to Scotland? No, yeah. I have not. Yeah, I uh, my I don't I love know it. where were you at? We Took the Caledonian sleeper from London to Edinburgh. Oh, okay. You gotta take the Cal. How could you not take the Caledonian that sleeper? That sounds awesome. And then we rented a car in Edinburgh and drove clockwise around the country. Went from Edinburgh up uh, Glen uh, or uh, through Loch Loch Lomond mm -hmm. up to the Isle of Skye, then up to. Um, Aberdeen, no, Inverness. Inverness, And yeah, then yeah. down the Whiskey Trail, Sterling, and then back to Edinburgh. Okay. I've only ever been there once and it was to record a comedy album, but uh, we were recording in Glasgow. And we took the train to Edinburgh for the day to go to Edinburgh Castle and all that. And mm -hmm. I, called, I called my wife from what I assumed was the most Scottish place on the earth. It was on the Royal Mile, just down the hill slightly from the castle. The Royal Mile Scott Shop. Uh, we were just down from there, literally. Oh, I love but that place. Right next to me was a man playing bagpipe, and then right across the street was a church that was now a coffee shop. <laughs> and I was like, this has to be the most Scottish place on the earth right here. All you need is a golf course. We we were going to, to uh, spend our first chunk of time in Glasgow, and we got in the car, and I was driving, and after about five minutes of driving, I said, I am not going into a city. Yeah, you, yeah. I, you, I don't care what you do. We are not stopping in Glasgow because we will die. Yeah. And I mean, I felt like that crossing the street every time. Everything you know, learn left, right, left, nope. Well, and they have circles of death. Yeah. And we're driving along Isle of Skye, one-way roads. I don't mean you can only go one way. I mean there's only one lane. And every so often there's a pullout so that if a car's coming the other direction, you can sign an ooch over to the side. So the And you have to do that. Who ooches over or you crash head on? It's an exciting drive. Oof. And we're driving along, and Jenny, my wife, is doing navigating, and we pass a sign, and I said, what did the sign say? And Jenny said, I think it said certain death 100 yards ahead. Oh, that is awesome. And, and I said, what? And she said, well, the sign actually said oncoming traffic maybe in middle of road 100 meters ahead. It was meters, of course. Yeah. Meters ahead. Because it turns out what they mean is it's a two-lane road, one in each direction, and there's an old bridge. Narrow bridge. So it narrows it down to one lane under the bridge. So for some period of time on each side of the bridge, there's only one lane. So as you're driving along, suddenly there's a truck coming towards you, and it's in your lane. Ha! Surprise! 
Wow. So, yeah, we didn't go near Glasgow. Well, being in Glasgow is great because, I mean, I'm a rather... I'm a rather American-looking person. I'm six foot four. I'm, I'm 300 pounds, a little over. And uh, every everybody that saw me was like, "Ah, you American!" Like because I'm wearing t-shirts. And I, I mean, I wasn't trying to look Canadian. I was trying to look like an American. And, you know, I, I'm not worried about getting jumped that badly. So uh, every single person, "Ah, you American!" And I was like, "Yes." It's like, "What do you think of Glasgow?" And before I could even answer, it's shite. <laughs> Every single to, to men, women, kids, grandparents, every single person there is like, we hate it here. <laughs> I have a friend who was my boss and still a good friend, and he's Glaswegian. Yeah. And what's fun is when he's you know he's now a U.S. citizen and he still has a strong Scottish accent. And when you say speak Glaswegian for me, he launches into incomprehensible gibberish. It's amazing. Even other Scots don't understand people from Glasgow if they're speaking Glaswegian. Wow. I, I didn't experience that so much, but uh, yeah. it was such a great time. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to, you know... No, it's it's a, it's a, I highly recommend it to anyone who can get there. As soon as we have sponsorship, Dave and I will yeah. go. Uh, oh. Yeah. You've been, fucker. Going again. All right. <laughs> we'll let you know and you can coordinate. Yeah. Man, maybe it'll be when a comedy festival happens. Yeah. Edinburgh's got the oh, biggest, biggest one in the, the biggest world. one. Yeah. So what we're uh, what we're nosing right now is Boonab and Twelve. Oh, yeah. a very Scottish name. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I am not getting anything on this <laughs> no, nose. It's, it's wow. It is the most generic. It's seriously, there's nothing here. I oh, I'm getting I'm getting a little dude, sweetness. I'm getting a little bit of peat. Oh, the the vaguest hint of peat though, not yeah. not very smoky, no. which is good because I'm not I'm not so much of the peat guys. This is really um, light. There's a there's a bit of an acetone to it. There's a little bit of alcohol uh, notes to it. I'm getting. Uh, I'm, my brain keeps arguing between it's a faint vanilla or a faint floral. 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 I'm getting both. It's very. I'm it's not getting, getting vanilla at all. It, well, there's a, there's maybe a touch there, but it's. I certainly can't tell you what flower. <laughs> no, no, but it's. I get the floral on it. But it's it's certainly it's a very offensive, but I not think it's, bad. Think it's lilac. It's not a bad nose. In it. No, it's no, it's no. actually quite a solid but nose. It's, it's, well, it's really inoffensive mm-hmm. as what? far as as far as everything's concerned. So it's a good clone scotch, you're saying? Yes. All right, so we're tasting now. Okay. Yeah, only well, Zowie, Batman. Yeah, there's a little punch there. There's a bit of a punch to it, but it's it doesn't. It's got a nice peaty kick to it. But it's not yeah, it's not it's, it's not that so it's not so smoky that it's know. offensive though. I mean. Well, see, I, I I like the smoky, I like the peaty, so I get what you're saying. But there's a point um, where it's overkill it's, in some of these scotches. It's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not for <laughs> us. That's yeah, right. We're dealing with a group that overkill would be if I'm actually chewing peat. Yeah. Maybe. But I, but I like smoked food. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I find a lot of scotches. Yeah, we, we, this we, is we fall very, very peat, balanced. So. Um, it's got that, that light punch of peat and then... It's just quiet. Like if the finish is smooth and short, I, and the, although there's a, I can't tell. I, I can't tell if it's the scotch or just my my mouth right now. There's a kind of a slightly slightly negative long term finish. There, there's a long burn to it. See, I got I get a good nice tingle on my tongue. Yeah, I got the tingle on my tongue. I feel the burn going down my throat. I got a little burn in my belly, but mm-hmm. I don't. It, it 
It left clean for me. Yeah, okay. this is, it will. may just be my palate right now is suffering a little I, bit. I'm going to take another nose full of reset button here. Breathe deep. It wasn't bad. I'm just... I didn't get... I have to say, though, not much of the... The body had very little flavor to it. Yeah, it, it was, was It was very much, I have some peat. Nice to meet you. Inoffensive. I'm going to walk yeah. away now. Yeah, that's that's what I got out of it, too, was it was very much just... Hey, I'm going to give you a little bit of peat right here. You know, just hope, enough. Hope you enjoy. Just the right amount. See you tomorrow. I'm debating whether or not it was a good idea to get right. the eyedropper, because now Dave and Perrin are being like, three drops are four. Well... I'm watching the. I have very little. I have very you, little left. Did you, know, did you notice my non-scientific method? Incidentally, incidentally, I do have a physics degree, and I understand scientific mm-hmm. method. Mm-hmm. But again, this stuff gets you drunk. Yeah, yeah. I've, the main, honestly, the main reason I do it, I have made one or two awkward. Well, I'll just put a little bit. Glark. Oh yeah. crap! Ah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a generally steady enough pouring hand that I don't worry about it too much. But we we did buy the the Glenfiddich set that came with the eyedropper, and so we'll, uh, I like to keep. I did buy it specifically for the eyedropper. Yes, I like to keep my my uh, my yeah, they, shooting hand they clear. Sure did. They branded the dropper, but not the uh, little rubber part. I'm yeah, it's still a very inoffensive I get nose. Wet nothing on the yeah. nose. I uh, I find it to be a bit more alcohol smell on the on the wet. Just a touch more. I'm, See, I'm just not even getting anything. Yeah, for, for me the nose has just died. I'm not getting anything else off of it though. I'm getting the alcohol, but that's it. Definitely some peat. Still in the in the yeah. wet. Some peat. Peat in the wet. Peat in the body. Um, the alcohol, alcohol got a little harsh. Harsh, harsh. Yep. More harsh on the alcohol. But, but they're still, still the same in the. Tongue. But not much else. It no. does. It's not like suddenly it's opened up a, a category of flavor. No. Um, this is a, a an inoffensive. Strong peat scotch. Oh, I wouldn't even say this is strong peat. No. I don't no, okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm sorry, it's, it's not last no, month's no, no, no. Brulati peat. No, 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 no. no. What, I, what I mean is, aptly named, it has no, it, it's strong in that it has no other competing right. elements. It's a, it's, you're right, it is a, it is a, uh, you're aware of the peat. It says hi, I'm peat. Nice to meet you. I gotta go. And that's yeah. pretty much this. What that's what there is here. Yeah. I. Uh, it's lingering more in the finish. It is. The, and the tangle is, has ramped up a little bit. I feel like. I feel like yeah, in two episodes, I don't feel like I've gotten a sample of a really incredible experience. When when the best one is like, yeah. hey, it's inoffensive. Yeah. That's kind of well. You know it, and unfortunately. That happens. Yeah. I mean, there's... Of course, there's going to be <clears throat> variety in any sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd say it all the time, but there are like 110 distilleries in Scotland, and mm. some of them are... Each one makes good. a bunch of different... Yeah. And not all of the distilleries are good, and not all of the... Uh, say the word? Expressions. From the distilleries are, are any good. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Some of the impressions weren't that good either. <laughs> All right. Come on, Dave. You can say a pretentious word now and again. So, like, this comes in a smaller bottle, does it not? Ah, uh, this, this is a sample, sample pack. Ah. This, this is why it's a so. small bottle. This is, this is an expression that, that comes in a 750 on a regular basis, and it's really easy to find. But, yeah, I bought the sampler pack simply because we don't do 
you know, more than a, a major, you know, the, we, we do the tasting, and so I don't need a full bottle. Right. What were the three that came in this? Well, we'll get to the other two eventually. Yeah. Right. I was just curious what the three... No, um, the, um, uh, the Glenavon 12, which, which is we, had. we had. Yep. The Danakur. And the Torchok. Oh, the Klingon Scotch. I was going to yeah. say. So we've, we've got the, you, got, you got the Lord of the Rings Scotch, the Donagur. <laughs> it's like the, the, that's the Scotch that the Urukai drank yeah. off screen. Um, and then, yeah, the Klingon Scotch. So 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 for, for the Klingon Scotch, we have Hal or Bill on. And for, oh, the, for, yeah. for the Lord of the Rings Scotch, who can we have? Maybe I don't know. Elizabeth? Somebody who likes Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Elizabeth, see if she's a Scotch drinker. All right, so... If asked to characterize an Ely malt, the first words most whiskey lovers would pluck from their lexicons would be peaty and smoky. Neither term, however, applies to the light, fresh, and eminently approachable Boonhaven. The, the first words would be inoffensive. I he spent how much? the pale gold and inhale. You'll catch a fresh and aromatic aroma. No shit. Bullshit. Yeah, aromatic aroma? If you aromatic. Mean, who the hell wrote that copy? Exactly, right? Safe, for those listeners, for those people listening, safety tip. Do not inhale scotch. I don't care what they say. What you'll get is horrible burning in your lung tissue. Yes. I'm not suggesting Mojo Jojo wrote the copy on that. Complimented uh, by a delicate wisp of smoke. Then taste a light fruit and nuttiness accompanied by malty sweetness. And the finish? It's quite a finale. Beautifully rich and full-bodied. As though reluctant to depart, it lingers a while upon the tongue. I, I will say the nuttiness is definitely there, and, and I, I failed to comment on it before. And that, that's, that's what's hitting me in the finish, especially with it wet. I really wish one of these companies would use some kind of ridiculous term. It's a bukkake of flavor. <laughs> I should make a I, random a random scotch tasting notes generator. I have to say that would be that would be awesome. I think though that the um, audiophile industry crushes the scotch industry in terms of overblown oh, I would agree. Uh, verbiage to their oh. to their industry. Uh, they're, they're, the Scotch people are pikers compared to. <laughs> oh yeah, wow. that means audiophiles are even wine people. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, I get it, but I mean, it just, I get that uh, Ralph Sedman wrote a book about wine, and he wrote one about Scotch. It doesn't mean you have to use all the fancy language from one for the other. Well, my dad was uh, worked in psychoacoustics or mind and sound, mm -hmm. and uh, but he was also an audiophile and. Uh, he would take the audio magazines and do um, analysis on how many verbs, or sorry, adjectives and adverbs they used, just for his own amusement. And it was just hilarious. I would assume the more that you use, the worse the product is. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> his favorite, though, was when they would talk about the various... Um, things, types of uh, gases that the... Uh, speakers were suspended in. Ugh, I hate that crap. Nitrogen. It's a <laughs> nitrogen-filled speaker. Yeah, my dad would just be like, and that really does nothing. 
<laughs> My speaker's like, filled with nitrogen too because uh, the air is what 60, 80 percent nitrogen. Seventy-seven percent. Yeah. So I got nitrogen-filled speakers. Mine are similar, but they're filled with parts. Because <laughs> that's what goes on in my audio room. <laughs> well, those comments eat a lot of breathing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I didn't mean to let you put the nose of the camel underneath the tent flap, but. <laughs> and this, who knew the speakers were made of rubber chickens? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Very bad for reproduction. Yeah, but tradition. But tradition. But tradition. Um, well, um, boy, trying to trying to compare this to the other one. What did I give the other one? You gave uh, the other one for this week. Yeah. A, a, a two, three, five. I'm going to leap forward with the. Uh, I have to admit, it was not bad, but it was not that enjoyable for me. And I like Pete. I, I like me some Pete. So it wasn't that. It's just, this didn't do it for me. I'm going to give it a 275. I'm just going to give it a 3. It's it's just average. It's not special. It's it's not inoffensive. It's not great. It's just it's just there. It's a it's a C student. Um it it's not tr- it's just trying it's it's hard enough just it's trying just hard enough to pass. Yeah, I, get it get its college degree. But I gave it a C minus. I, I, I'm agreeing with you, but... It's a, it's a C student, so it's going to get a 3. I'm having I'm having a statistical problem, because like on a 5-point scale, if you're only using round numbers, 3 is the middle, but if you're using actual numbers, 2.5 is the middle. Three, 3 is our middle, because you can't go below 1, and therefore the, the actual true okay. mean is okay. 3. In that case, 3. Because yeah. it's really, it's average. There's nothing to write home about. There's no reason to go buy another bottle or run to get another bottle. It's serviceable, but it isn't great. If somebody offered you some, you would be like smack it out of your hand. Yeah, it wouldn't go, get away from me. But like, yeah, sure. She's all right. Mm, free booze. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and see, since I, I know I was the outlier on, on the last scotch, and then I gave it a 265, I, I have to debate for myself which one yeah. of these two I liked more. Because... They're honestly about the same to me. Um, wow. Yeah. So I, the real question is, how fucked up is City tonight? <laughs> well, I am just sitting over cold, so that, that could be throwing things off. Although my sinuses are feeling pretty clear tonight. So uh, I know I've had a better Gunavan. Uh I was actually thinking this, this, this 12 year was very disappointing. And that might be coloring my perceptions as well. Is that well, I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting more of this. Amazing. Um, and, and so it, it's very likely that's the one that I was, I'm thinking of. And so I, that if I take out my expectations, I'm probably going to have to be a little bit more generous than I thought I was going to be and agree with parents straight up and give it a 275, which means I am rating it a little bit better than the last one. But I would say, like, for me in the immediate right now with where my perceptions are, I feel like I'm being generous and giving it a 275. I, I, I was not impressed with this one, and if Dave thinks the 18 was the one that we had before that well, I was. I know it was, because I have a bottle. Okay, well then, the 18 is... The, the 18 set my expectations for this well beyond what the 12 is doing for me, and, and I have to say, spend the extra money and get the 18. Well, the 18 is only like 100 bucks a bottle, and it's, it's worth it. One of my favorites. I didn't pay for it. Somebody else did. But yeah. Well, <laughs> which right. makes it worth every penny. <laughs> makes it even sweeter. Yeah. So uh, before we get around to the closing toast, uh, I'm again going to pimp the website. It's uh, scotch.xtailpodcast.com for all you people on iTunes that, that, are, that are catching it. 
or just following our links from uh, from Facebook. You are going to the site to see it, to, to do the download. So while you're there, feel free to, to comment and listen to go back and listen to previous episodes. We send, read the comments, believe it or not. Send us an email. Yep, send Shock us an email. We send read us an the email, comments. Uh, each of our names at xtlpodcast.com, and, and we do have... Well, Dave and I have bios up. I, I keep... Forgetting the oh, mine is all bio. Uh, bare bones. I'll, I'll put a bio up. Uh, well, but you have a bio where Perrin doesn't even have that right now. Well, so. I am a man of mystery. And after I put up a bio, I give you a bio to put up, I'll be a man of bullshit. <sighs> we accept this. Now, I came to the conclusion today that today is the day that my beard became sentient. So my beard is going to have a bio. Oh, and it's going to be longer than yours. Yes. It should be. Well, the beard is longer than yours. <laughs> Um, so I, you know so, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt here because I didn't do this on the last episode a couple weeks ago because I was green to the uh, ways of this podcast. Um, I'm gonna plug my label. I, I, I was actually going to expressly as, ask you to. So so if you want to know more uh, what's going on at the label, StandUpRecords.com. If you want to buy downloads from us, we're eventually going to sell physical products too. That site is StandUpCrap.com. <laughs> um, our uh, Facebook is Stand Up Records. Our Twitter is at Stand Up Records. Instagram Stand Up Records. So basically everything you need to know is Stand Up Records all run together. So come see us and uh, buy some stuff. All that. Do you have any specific new stuff coming out in the near future that you'd like to mention? Yeah, I have a, a greatest hits CD for a guy who only has one CD out prior <laughs> Excellent. Uh, a gentleman named Tim Slagle, who tends to be on the right-wing libertarian side of things. I liked him. Yeah, he's, he's really funny. He did a bunch of videos. But he was selling videotapes years and years ago. So I went through the videotapes and pulled some of the best material from them and made an audio CD. So that record's called Evolution, the Best of Slagle. And then uh, there's another album coming out the week after, and it's uh, from Jeff Tate, not the singer of Queensryche, but uh, comedian <laughs> Jeff Tate. And it's called Just Another Clown. It's really, really funny. I think you got to check that out, too. You sure he wasn't moonlighting as the singer of Queens? These two guys well. look nothing alike. Maybe it's an amazing his... disguise. <laughs> there you go. It's how he keeps his lives separate. And silent. <laughs> and lucid. <laughs> Um, well, in, in addition to, uh, to stuff you're putting out on your own label, I, I, are there any like up and coming comics you wish you could sign that we should be, you know, keeping our eye open for them to like come uh, into Acme or, or some you of know, the comedy clubs here? Or hugely famous comics you'd like to sign? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of hugely famous comics I'd like to sign. There, there's always some really great stuff coming through town. I honestly don't know who's coming up in July yet because I haven't started to dig into it. I would say if Chad Daniels, who lives in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, if he comes through your town or Minnesota, if most of you are listening in Minneapolis. He comes through, go see him, because he is wickedly funny, and uh, smarter than he gives himself credit for on stage. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, really, I've, I've heard some of his stuff on a Pandora station. He, he's pretty good. He's devastatingly great, and we did three albums with him, and we'll have an upcoming uh, release on iTunes uh, as a video as well. Chad Davis? Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Um, the... the I, I want to say my last Acme Insider, um, Arj Barker, is coming through again. Oh, the cool. Um, I, I've seen him a couple of times. Oh, David Huntsberger is going to be here Fourth of July week, which is after this which episode. Is after this aired, yeah. so that. Oh, if, that's if, 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 if you were there, uh, I hope you had a good time. Well, go see him in other places. Go look at his website. All right. So, uh, anybody got a toast? I uh, have a toast. Well, wait, but before you have, 
Dan, we didn't ask actually ask you last time. Do you have a toast that you you typically do or would like to do for? I mean, mine is the you know I'm I'm of Jewish persuasion, and mine is the traditional toast that's uh, that most folks have first heard in uh, in uh, Fiddler on the Roof, and it's not really appropriate now because we don't have Russian leadership here, but it's it's <laughs> it, it applies. May God bless the Tsar and keep him far away from us. Here, here, Lanza. <laughs> 